episode is brought to you by the University of Hawaii, College of Tropical Agriculture and Human Resources, and the Livestock Extension Group. Aloha, welcome everyone to the Livestock Falaao, a podcast aimed to provide educational support, information, guidance, and outreach to livestock stakeholders in Hawaii. We are your hosts, Mele Oshiro and Shannon Sand. So today we just like to share some updates with you in what we are going to call our little mini podcast mm-hmm. um, about COVID. I guess more so about some of the restrictions mm-hmm. uh, that have been lifted or changed, I guess, yeah, yeah. that we have CTAR COVID updates is kind yes, of what we're yes. calling it. And one of the first things is, is that we can actually physically be in the same room together if we've been vaccinated. <laughs> We're so excited. Can you tell? <laughs> but, and also, um, so a couple of things that already did happen was June 1st, some of the campuses were reopened to the public mm-hmm. um, in some of our statewide facilities, not all of them, and some yep. of the experiment stations. Um, of course, things may still be restricted in some of the areas. So if you are planning to visit, always call ahead because mm-hmm. there's been certain things or regulations that are going to still stay that way Um for a little bit anyways. Yeah. So well, and depending on numbers, things yeah. could change. We don't know. Yeah. Hopefully so. it won't change by the time this little uh, mini episode yeah. goes up, but I mean, you'd really never know. I feel like is the yeah. thing nowadays. So expect some changes. Yeah. Um, but you know, as the summer goes on, we'll see how things go. Mm-hmm. Um, July 6th, 2021, full in-person services at all offices and buildings for normal business hours for CTAR is expected again, mm-hmm. like restrictions or changes could happen, but full service at all CTAR departments, Mm -hmm. units, and statewide locations is expected to start. So yay. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. So well just it just depends. But uh, like we always like we said, just check before you come to the office. Yeah. It's always wise to call. Plus with the agents and stuff, we're out in the fields a lot. So it's if you're trying to get a hold of a specific one, definitely Call yeah. or send Call an email. Or, Always yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Um, including for things like some samples because some yes. of the labs do shut down for a little bit. Mm-hmm. The other thing is August 3rd, I think we're expected to have all the offices to be completely reopened and um, yeah, have more agents in the office and Mm -hmm. things. So we'll just see. But those are kind of our updates that we've we have gotten from Mm -hmm. our head of our department and the college to, you know, kind of the dates that we are they're projecting for certain things. So something to look forward to. Yes. Yes. So but I think the biggest thing is, you know, our livestock extension group is kind of where our podcasts, I guess, started their funding from and mm-hmm. where Shannon and I really got a lot of the beginning support from. Yes. Um, including from our department, our, our extension uh, dean as well. Yes. So we've learned so much in the process. Oh, my God. Yeah. Of creating this podcast. Just the behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff. I was like, I feel like we've done a lot in mm-hmm. terms of Melee's done a lot in terms of like website development. She's figured out all of that stuff. But we've yeah. both learned a lot about editing mm-hmm. and uh, video editing, yeah. audio editing, online marketing. There's yeah. just been a lot we've <laughs> that's gone into this mm-hmm. and a lot in the like just the setup process yeah. of this alone. <clears throat> yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a yeah. big learning curve, but it's been good. And I think yeah. you know, so some of the positive things that came out of COVID was that we, yeah. we were able, not able, but also kind of, I guess, forced to be able to learn the technology yeah. and the other resources that are out there for outreach when we couldn't be in person. So, you know, one of the 
the goals of our podcast is that is mm-hmm. to continue our outreach and mm-hmm. sharing information with everybody. And Shannon and I started discussing this in the beginning of COVID. I think yeah. before we even started shut down. Yeah. Um, we started talking about podcasts because she and I both listen to them. Mm-hmm. I have a long commute home to the office in Kona. Mm-hmm. So I used to listen to podcasts and mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, and within that, we learned a lot of other things that go along with it, the editing of audio and stuff. So we, we did not yeah. know <laughs> yeah. how much goes into the behind the scenes of this, Yeah, but I understand why like people can do it professionally who get sponsorships yeah. and stuff. Like it's, it's a lot, but it was, it's a, it's been an amazing journey. Yeah. Like the learning curve has been steep, but mm-hmm. I feel like Every time we do one of these, we learn something new and it's just been exciting. We have so much fun doing these. And yeah, we've, we've had the opportunity to have a few different people on producers and whatnot that Mm -hmm. we feel like it's a good opportunity for us Mm -hmm. to start to share their stories Stories, and them share their stories of what's going on. So learning from our neighbors is what I like to say, because I think we all go through the same things and don't really realize it, you know, so you get out and talk to everybody, but yeah. So anyways, that's kind of where we are with the podcast. We are just recorded episode number five, mm-hmm. um, but that won't be coming out until August. Mm-hmm. Another update that we have, we should actually have episode number four coming out this month. Yeah. Um, right after this. Do you want to give them a little, little yes. teaser? Tell them what it's about. Episode number four is going to be, we actually had three people. Yeah. Yeah. Three guests join us for that mm-hmm. one. Um, and we are we are, we'll be talking with uh, our managing director of the Hawaii Cattlemen's Council, mm-hmm. Nicole Galassi, uh, Lonnie Petrie of Kapapala Ranch, mm-hmm. and Jerry Muniz of KK Ranch. And mm-hmm. um, talking about our DLNL, DLNR lease transfers mm-hmm. um, and some of the land lease issues that these producers deal with here mm-hmm. in Hawaii and what's been going on in the legislative mm-hmm. sessions this past year mm-hmm. with that. So. It was a learning experience. It was really yeah, good. I'm very really good information. Yeah, visiting um, with them. And yeah. And just, you know, their stories, hearing their stories and um, some of the things that they're having to do with. So, mm-hmm. and another update, our livestock extension group uh, lead, Mark Thorne, yep. and uh, co-hosted with Nicole of HCC, mm-hmm. the Pauhanas, which if you we're on them. We're doing them once a month. Mm-hmm. We stopped for a little bit in the beginning of, I think our last one was in February mm-hmm. of this year. So maybe March, maybe March. I, I feel like we had a full year's yeah. worth of them. So. Um, so we did a little survey. seems like everybody still enjoyed them. That yes, was there. Um, yeah. So I appreciate great. your feedback on mm-hmm. that. We do want to continue the Pahanas, but it looks like it's going to be moved to more of a quarterly mm-hmm. schedule. I don't have an exact start date, but we will have that. And if you were on the Pauhanas previously and had a registration, you will get that information as well. Mm-hmm. Or you can email us at valao at hawaii.edu and yes. we will put your name in there so that you make sure you get the information if you like. Yep. And I guess one of, I guess we'll go into. You can kind of talk about some of the things you've been doing. Yeah. Kelly's been busy, busy gal. Busy I think gal. we've all been pretty oh, busy yeah. just trying to find ways to continue our outreach and um, yeah. move our programs along. So outside of me being the livestock agent, another thing that I do for the state is um, I'm the beef quality assurance coordinator. And that was, we were supposed to actually have a program last fall or last spring, but it got postponed of course. Um, So we were trying to get it in person this year, but it still wasn't able to get done. (laughs) So we did just decide to go virtual with Mm -hmm. the, um, the beef, uh, the BQA certification. So for, for those that don't know, BQA is the beef quality assurance program. Mm -hmm. It's run through NCBA. It's a free 
it's a voluntary program that beef producers can go through. But mm-hmm. when you participate in the program, it helps to show your consumers that you're just committed mm-hmm. to being a responsible um, cattle producer, um, and which is one of the main principles of BQA's program. And they they follow a lot of the HACCP principles. So it's a hazard, hazard analysis, critical control points, right? So it's similar to what a lot of food processors mm-hmm. and whatnot use. So you just be able to identify those different points in your production that you can mitigate to make sure that it doesn't impact your final end product, you know, simple things like maintaining your gates and hooks and things so that when animals are running through your shoots, they don't Mm -hmm. get bruised, they don't get injured, all those, you know, little things that you probably already are doing, Mm -hmm. you know, as beef producers. And it's just, you know, another way to continue your commitment to, Mm -hmm. you know, being committed to being a responsible producer, you know, and they have shown that the research behind the program has seen an increase in, I should say, a decrease in meat defects that come oh, through good. the slaughter facilities um, mm-hmm. na- nationwide. So this program is is national. It's a national program that's run through NCBA and they do a audit every five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have seen that there has been a great decrease in the meat defects. Oh, that's good. From, um, yeah. So the BQA folks that are BQA certified producers, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're seeing that improvement. So anyways, it's a it's a great program. It's free. Um, you can do the certification online, depending on the different industry segments that you're in, whether it's called calf or stalker mm-hmm. or whatnot. Or you can sign up when we do an in-person certification, which we hope we can do another one this year and get certified as an in-person certification. So it's a great yes. opportunity to network with other people that are in there and just learn other things that, you know hands-on, hopefully we'll be able to have in person. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to know more about BQA program, send me an email. You can send it to myself, you know, Emma Brown at hawaii.edu or Valao at hawaii.edu, either way. Mm -hmm. And Shannon's been, you know, we've been busy doing all kinds of online (laughs) stuff. Yeah. We did a big online uh, three, what was it? No, more than three series, four series, online marketing webinar, five series. Yeah. Yeah. So we did like a big online direct marketing webinar series in conjunction with uh, former, another former livestock extension agent. Mm -hmm. And it went over really well. I thought Mm -hmm. it was really great. We had a nice panel of people on and I think we recorded most of those. We have, I think those are up, aren't they? They should be up on our livestock extension um, YouTube page. Yeah. YouTube page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think those are up there, which is great. Yep. And it's, it's just been busy. I feel like I've done, I never learned so much about how to do online content as I have mm-hmm. this last year. Anyways, I've been involved in a lot of regional stuff. And so, because I, I'm the only extension agent in the area of ag finance and business, risk management, that kind of thing at this point in time, we do have a state specialist that deals with some of those areas, which is great. We've both been participating in some regional groups Mm -hmm. that also have extension agents because of, you know, resource constraints and things like that, that we've all been dealing with in all of the states and all of the counties. So we've gotten together and done a few different like online programs that are available and we'll include links of those in the show notes in the description box. So the first one I've done is negotiation and ag, and that's in conjunction with several other states, including University of Wyoming, Utah State, I want to say Arizona and California. And so basically what that is, is it goes through scenarios on how to negotiate in agriculture, whether that's a lease or even if it's equipment or 
how to talk to family, which I feel like can be one of the most difficult. <laughs> so we have a lot of family farms here and mm-hmm. it's also a thing on the mainland, but that communication within families, that's a big deal. And it can be a thing to negotiate mm-hmm. with your family mm-hmm. as someone who is like a third generation farm kid negotiating with your family. It's really mm-hmm. important to like figure out how to communicate and talk to them about the things that are important, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, estate and transition planning or, we're looking at buying this new tractor. This is why we want to, you know, things like that. So kind of how to navigate some of that. And then we've also done a really cool series, uh, which is called Ag in Uncertain Times, which I really enjoyed. Uh, I've helped do both of them. You'll hear my voice on the negotiation and ag one more on the ag in uncertain times, but I helped put it together and we did uh, simulcasting Mm -hmm. of live streaming. So that was exciting because I got to learn how to do that. That's pretty Woo. cool. We'll have to use that in one day, maybe have a live that podcast. That would be so fun. Yeah. And um, so we have several different topics. So we did one on basically the weather in the Western region was the most recent one that we did. But prior to that, the one that I helped coordinate, well, I actually helped coordinate a few different ones, but the one I really enjoyed the most probably was the farm to, I always get it. The, the the USDA food box. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to call it, the food, food box program. And so I tried to get a couple of producers from Hawaii, but it, it's really early when we shoot it and film it and it's like 7 a.m. So it was kind of difficult coordination wise, but we got some people, several different producers throughout the West. And we also had who is currently the head of the USDA food box program, the director for that. So that was really exciting because he got to hear direct feedback and there have been some difficulties within Hawaii, which it's nice to hear that those other states also had some mm-hmm. of those Same. things happen in terms of shipments mm. and where they source things from and how they get out to the people. So it was really, really interesting. interesting. And it was great because the director got to hear direct feedback from, from producers. Nice. What happened? And like, cause they, you know, It was at the end of the third round and prior to the fourth round. And so uh, all these producers were involved in the first two. And then the third round, I don't know what happened there, but it just, it it changed. That's what I'll say. And so it was really good because he got to hear feedback on what ended up kind of happening from the producer standpoint. And so I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really, really good. And Mm -hmm. then we also have done some others on the effects of covid Uh, on the food industry in the Western region. And we actually had an economist from Hawaii that was a participant and a panelist. So that was really good because you got to hear, you know, the Western and Mm -hmm. like Hawaii and Pacific, like what's happened here, how that's affected us. And so that's, I thought that was really interesting. And those are available and we'll include the link to the website where you guys can listen to those or watch those if you want. So, and then we have some other exciting news coming up here. We've got a visitor. Yeah. That will be coming over to do some sabbatical research um, or project, I should say, Mm -hmm. uh, fall this year. So he will be joining us on a podcast Mm -hmm. um, and he he works a lot with uh, risk management. Mm -hmm. I guess you say not a lot, but that's kind of his area. Economics is his area of expertise. Expertise. Yeah. So So he will be joining us uh, later part of the year. And hopefully we'll have more workshops with him that we'll be able to do. So if our fall field day for the Livestock Extension Group does Mm -hmm. happen, then he'll be able to do a presentation there as well. Mm -hmm. And that's also where we kind of hope to be able to have like another BQA certification done and have more 
hands-on things there. So Heck yeah, we gave you our sneak peek of our next episode already. Mm-hmm. So another fun thing we thought we'd share with you was some national livestock days in July, um, outside of our normal holidays, which is coming up 4th of July, Independence Day. July 6th is another mm. National L- Livestock Day or National Fried Chicken Day. <laughs> Are you fried chicken lovers? I'm right here. <laughs> I, was, I do love fried chicken, y'all. July 13th is our Cow Appreciation Day. So appreciate all those cows for you steak lovers out there. Yeah, go have a good ribeye or something Heck July yeah. 13th. And the fourth National Livestock Day to share in July, July 21st, National Hot Dog Day. (laughs) So enjoy some hot dogs or steaks or Mm -hmm. fried chicken and whatnot Mm -hmm. on those days. Um, Appreciate all our livestock and our livestock producers. Well, thanks for joining us for our little mini Livestock Valao episode. Yeah, make sure to join our Facebook page, the Livestock Extension Group, if you haven't already. And be sure to visit the UHC Tar Extension website and our YouTube channel listed in the show notes. For additional information about this and other topics or comments, send us an email at valao at hawaii.edu. Thanks for listening to the Livestock Balao mini podcast episode number one. Heck yeah. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast. That's us, by the way, by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you download this podcast. Then stay tuned for next month's podcast. We'll see you guys later. Mahalo. Mahalo. Till next time.